You know, my dad was a politician, and I learned a lot about how you work with people and how you get things done by hanging around my dad as he was working in the city council meetings, as he was running for office. Watching him and being around him taught me a lot, yeah, about how to be the pastor of a Baptist church. One of the things my dad taught me, know the difference, son, he would tell me, between the man who says he has the power and the man who has the power. They're not the same guy. A lot of times you'll walk into a situation and you will spend your time talking to someone who gives you the impression that they have the power to make the decision, only to find out later you haven't been talking to the decider at all. The person with the power, the person who will eventually make the decision, they're sitting in the back watching everything, taking it all in. And when it comes time to make the decision, they will make the decision, not anybody else. So you have to be able to read a room and find the person who has the power to make the decision. So we come to the end of the Sermon on the Mount. And Matthew sums up the way everybody responds. It's an interesting response. Wow, they said. This man has authority. This man has the power to make a decision and then carry out the decision that's been made. After all of the beautiful teaching in the Sermon on the Mount, what struck those who heard it was that they were listening to the man with the power. We're going to pick up in the last few paragraphs of the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 7. We're going to begin reading with verse 15. So if you are at home, that's fine, but stand with me anyway as we hear the word of God. Be on guard against false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravaging wolves. You will recognize them by their fruit. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree produces good fruit, but a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit. Neither can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that doesn't produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. You will recognize them by their fruit. Now, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the ones who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will come to me and say, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we drive out demons in your name? Didn't we do many miracles in your name? And then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the wind blew and pounded the house. Yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded the house, 
and it collapsed, and it was a great crash when it collapsed. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, because he was teaching them like one who had authority, not like one of their scribes. The crowds were astonished because he was teaching them like one who had authority and not like one of their scribes. This is God's word for God's people. Hear it, believe it, and live. Let's pray together. The storms are coming. The storms are here. We pray now as we make the decision where we are building the foundation of our lives that we will choose the living rock that you are. So when the storms come, we'll be able to stand. And we pray this in your name, amen. I tell you all the time, you're in one of three places. You're either in a storm, just out of a storm, or about to get into a storm. And in year 2020, we can't seem to get rid of one storm before another one hits us. January and February, things were going well. And then March opened up with tornadoes that hit Nashville and other areas of Middle Tennessee. And we had barely cleaned out our yards from that storm. In fact, we still haven't because then COVID-19 hit and we were all banished to our homes. And we had to endure a self-quarantine. And just now, we're kind of oozing back into our lives, step by step, finding those routines that we used to have so long ago. It has been a rough 2020. Just when we thought it might be getting better, a man named George Floyd is killed in Minneapolis. He is a, was a black man who was being arrested by white police officers, officers and died in their custody. And that set off a racial tension that our nation hasn't seen since the 60s. And we're dealing with this all at the same time. Every institution of our nation is now pushed to, their, to the end. Banks are trying to figure out what to do and how to handle this time of no business. Uh, local stores are trying to figure out how they can reach customers who aren't coming to their stores anymore. Restaurants, hotels, schools, everybody is in a time of not knowing what to do. You're in one of three places. You're either in the storm, just coming out of it, or about to head into one. Now notice what happened to these two guys' house. There's no different in the design. There's no difference in the material. Uh, there's no difference in the quality of the building. All of that is the same. Both men built fine houses. The problem was where they chose to build their foundation. One built his house on bedrock. The other on sand. 
So when the rains came and the rivers rose, the sand washed out from under the one man's house, and his house fell like a box of sticks. You've seen the pictures, haven't you, when a house collapses in on itself. Same storm, same flood, same winds. But the other man's house doesn't fall. Why? Because he built it on the solid rock of Jesus' teachings. Now, here is a hard truth of this story. You've already decided on whether or not you'll survive the storm before the storm ever gets there. You've already made the decision whether or not you'll be able to endure the floods and the rains that are coming. Why? Because you've already chosen on what foundation you will build your life. We choose that every day. Will you build your life on the teachings of Jesus Christ or will you build your life on some false teaching, some close proximity to the truth? Ah, that goes back to that early warning, doesn't it? Beware the false teachers. They come looking like sheep, like fellow Christians, but they are ravenous wolves. They eat the flock alive. Well, how can you tell? You tell by their fruit. You tell by the quality of their life. The fruit of the Spirit, Paul tells us, is peace, love, joy, faithfulness, gentleness, kindness, on and on the list goes. When you meet this person after their teaching, do they exhibit to you the fruit of a life that's been transformed by Christ? Do they exhibit to you the fruit of a life that's being transformed? It's still in the process of being transformed. Yes, you're right. Jesus did tell us not to judge, but he didn't tell us not to pay attention. It is up to you as a follower of Christ to know what Christ teaches, to know who Christ is, so you can recognize a false teaching when you hear it. You should go home and read the passage after I preach it. And you should test what I say against the clear teaching of Scripture. Do not take anybody else's word for it. Not when God has given you his own word. And you are responsible for knowing the truth when you see it. Knowing the truth when you hear it. A bad tree can't give good fruit. A good tree can't give bad fruit. Pay attention to the kind of fruit that is in a person's life. And when they show you who they are, believe them. Why is that important? Because a tree that doesn't produce good fruit it's cut down and thrown into the fire. Jesus is teaching about the judgment. Watch what he says. He will tell them 
depart from me. I don't know who you are. And they'll say, wait a minute, wait a minute, Lord. Didn't you do, didn't we do great things in your name? Didn't we cast out demons? Didn't we heal the sick? Didn't we preach great sermons and build great churches? And the interesting thing is Jesus never challenges them. He never says, nah, you didn't do that. They did do that. He calls them lawbreakers. Why? Because there are two laws. Love God with everything you have and love your neighbor as you love yourself. A bad tree can't produce good fruit. A true follower of Christ keeps those two laws and you can see it in the way that they live their lives. So now is a good time to ask yourself this hard question. On what, on whom, have you built the foundation of your life? The storm's coming. And when it does, it will be too late to decide. You're choosing right now whether or not you'll survive the storm. Let's pray together. We know the storms are coming. Help each one of us as we seek you understand the foundation that we have built our life on. And if it is the wrong foundation, then let this be the moment we choose you. And we pray this in your name. Amen. I'm glad to have one more moment before we go. And I'm thank thankful that you have given it to me. Sooner or later, it happens for everybody. Even me. I've told you this story before. About how I went to the doctor and the doctor said, Mike, you have a problem. And I was diagnosed with cancer. Now, I thought God had broken the deal. The deal was I take care of all you Baptists and bad things don't happen to me. You either in the storm, about to go into one, or just out of one, one of three places. And you're choosing now whether or not you'll survive that storm. And the only foundation that will get you through is that relationship with Jesus Christ. If you don't have that foundation, that, that bedrock relationship, do me a favor. Will you text us at 623-623 and just type the word connect. We'll get back to you as soon as we possibly can. There is nothing more important than making sure your foundation will hold when the storm comes because it's coming. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you next time.